9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Go Plug Yourself. On this week's episode of the show, we welcome back Dr. Tyler Lemko, who is currently, uh, for the foreseeable future, living down in Mexico, which seems like a brilliant decision if you ask me. Ignore the fact that Tyler doesn't speak too much Spanish. Uh, Chris Vendito and I sit down with Tyler and uh, we talk about a whole bunch of things. Uh, you know, just like what life is like in Mexico, uh, you know, the experience of trying to date without speaking Spanish, and um, maybe how going to clubs sort of sucked. Uh, by the way, at a certain point in the show, I actually mentioned I was listening to a podcast, and I think it was this show where we talk about going to clubs suck, and it actually was Shane Hawk who pointed out that finding one of the best things about growing up is going to clubs suck. So I, I don't draw Shane Hawk's name in the episode. Uh, doesn't come to mind, but it's there with Shane Hawk. So if you want, that sounds like a good episode. Go back and listen to that. Uh, sit back, relax, and go plug yourself. Two, one, hit it. Go plug yourself. You plug another plugger. Go plug yourself. You plug another plugger. Uh, Chris, uh, Keith, we're currently watching. Uh, so everybody at Go Plug Yourself pool their resources to send down a um, what's what's that a liaison like a Go Plug Yourself South like to set up correspondent to, to correspondent to set I, but like I was gonna say but to set up a su- set up Southern offices for mm-hmm. Go Plug Yourself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we sent down Tyler. He's down there. Yeah, on the he was the uh, he was the ideal choice because yeah. he could fund the trip himself. Yeah. And yeah. I pulled our resources. I said, who can go to Mexico? <laughs> yeah. And then you were like, cool. Uh, I won't even bring you to the airport. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we'll call you when you're there. Yeah, we'll call we'll... you when we're there and we'll totally abuse you and use all your time up and, and create content for us. We'll see how um, you're doing. So, uh, you know, uh, Tyler Lemko's here, always, f- friend of the show, friend of the show. Drinking a shot of mezcal. Drinking a shot of mezcal. Kick things off. Cheers. As, um, Salud. Well, it looks like some a couple of uh, pieces of clothing from the set of Grace and Frankie. Yeah. Uh, those uh, yeah. lesbian hats of yours. Um, what a time. What a time to be alive. Um, Grace and Frankie. Good show. Fantastic show. I love it. That's why I referenced you know? it. I love, love Lily Tomlin. Love Jane Fonda. Great love show. Love Gallagher. All the, yeah. Couldn't that endorse that more. I got my mom hooked on it, and she really liked it. She can't name anybody on the show, but she watched ER for 15 years and still only knows Clooney, who was there for four. So. <laughs> but that's the thing is it is a show like for moms, essentially. But, yeah. you know, the 30-year-old male is not the target demographic. But they got me. They got me. Yeah, they got me. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, – I didn't watch it. Sarah, Sarah marathoned through it. Every now and then, like, Sarah grabs a show, and if I'm not, like – immediately enamored because like she watches more television than i do if i'm just sort of like i'm like no i'll let it go this can be one of yours and it just oh <laughs> like and then i'll fucking bigger you no yeah. like she watches like two or three seasons of something in like a week or two and i was like i just don't have that much tv time like and, like she like bla- she re a couple uh at a certain point in the pandemic she just like blasted through all of dawson's creek and i was wow. like like oh. and every, it seemed like every time I walked into the room, like everybody had like drastically aged because she was watching like five or six episodes a day, 
And like every time I like tuned in again, I'm like, who's this? She was like, another um, another friend of the show, Amanda McQueen, is currently going through Dawson's Creek. Yeah, yes. for the first so, time, I understand. Yes, uh, yeah. <laughs> As so. her so, her socials seem to indicate that she, she's not too happy about it, that she's still watching it somehow. Uh, I wanted to settle something up right off the top. Uh, Tyler Mescal or Tequila? Um, I think. I'm still I'm still uh, acquiring a taste for mezcal because okay. I think I'm so used to tequila. I love tequila. If I had to choose one or the other right now, I would say tequila. But since getting to Mexico, I've I've noticed that there's not a lot of tequila going around. It's mezcal everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Mezcal is like the the drink. Yeah, and yeah. It's good. It's uh, they're similar, but it's you know it's got that like smoky flavor to yeah. it. I was gonna say uh, I was like I, I, I've I've been put off of tequila by like puking it as a teenager too much, ooh, yeah. And mezcal because it had like the smokier notes. I'm like, it's not like whiskey, but like it's like vaguely like there there was those like it, it's to say whiskey is wrong, but like those smokier notes can kind of get me back into it where I can like sip it and be like, oh, this is like a nice sipping drink, and it doesn't yeah. like hit my stomach the way tequila does, and and it's just like. Tequila just hits bad because of muscle memory. Like my dad's like, mm. my dad's a big tequila drinker. He drinks his Patrons or whatever. And he's like, let's taste how good this is. I'm like, yeah, it's not about how good it is anymore. Yeah. It's the, if Once, you puke something a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> like, See, I, have that, I have that with vodka. I can't do a straight vodka for the life of me. I'll projectile everywhere. Yeah. So Mezcal has a different enough like flavor notes that I don't yeah. get that same like, I'm like, oh, and, I kind of enjoy this. So it tastes nothing like whiskey, but I will say the comparison resonates because tequila you can mix. Tequila you could have with a soda, with a juice or something, and you could have it as a mixed drink. Uh, mezcal you can't. Mezcal no, yeah. doesn't really go well with stuff. You got to. I would say it would sour almost anything you mixed it with. Like you, you would be like, you'd be ruining the thing you're mixing and the mezcal. Like yeah. both of them would be shittier for it. Yeah. The other night I had, uh, I don't know what it's called, but it's a, it's the equivalent of like Mexican sunny delight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was on the call with me when he did that. I had that with mezcal and was like, these do not go well at all. You're tr- tr- trying to make like a, a, like a completely off brand screwdriver. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Not tequila, not actual orange juice. And you're like, no. Like when you, I tried to draw a screwdriver from memory and didn't really get it. <laughs> Uh, so how where where are you? you? I know you keep saying Mexico, but like it's a big place. Like where where is it? Yeah, right it in is. the heart. I'm in. Uh, so I'm currently in Oaxaca Centro, mm-hmm. uh, which is a lovely little town. And uh, on the weekend, I head down to Puerto Escondido to sit by the beach. Nice. And where? And this is is this coastal? Are you central? I mean, well, if you said beach, you're coast, east coast, west coast. Neither. It's like fully at the bottom. Oh. Like I'm, I'm pretty much like right in the middle of the country. Nice. Probably yeah. want to avoid certain certain parts of Tijuana. So. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to go West Coast because I'm still working remotely, so I didn't want the time difference, and I yeah. didn't want to do East Coast because like your choices are Cancun or Tulum, and I don't want to run into anyone I know. <laughs> A lot of friends in Tulum right now. Yeah, you know. A lot of freedom well, I fighters. Know. I know. A lot of freedom Tulum. fighters in Tulum right now. <laughs> yeah. They're, They're fighting not, a good it, fight. So they're not in Ottawa, they're in Tulum. They're not there. If they're not if they're not Ottawa, they're in Tulum. And you know what? Thank thank you to them. They're fucking real heroes. Not our military. You know, not our doctors and nurses. They're fucking Tulum freedom fighters. The people who have to go to Tulum to rave. 
Yeah. That's, that's I do think though. I mean, uh, a friend, uh, Tyler's good buddy Greg, uh, uh, who I just started following on Twitter. So I'm going to pre- pretend that I'm an expert on Greg's uh, whole career. Yeah, was talking about the change of the culture and how you know these workation style retreats that Tyler is doing will become the norm going forward. You can work from wherever in the world. Not for me. I've had so many people be like, how's the vacation going? And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm having a great time, but I'm certainly not on vacation. Like I'm still He's working, working full time. Yeah. yeah. Like we, Sarah and I, when we went down to the Dominican Republic, <clears throat> we just went down for the week, but like we planned for the, like admittedly remote. Cause we were like, we left the day, the first like presumptive Omicron case was found in Canada. So we're like, Really on the like the the Indiana Jones like door closing on vacation possibilities yeah. like we didn't know what travel limitations were like okay let's just pack our work laptops like just in case they're like nope you're not allowed back for whatever reason one of us catches it all that and we're like this wouldn't be the worst it'd be like expensive ish but no. like eh you know I can put in I'll put in my eight hours a day in the at the hotel and then hit the beach yeah. <laughs> like. I have a friend who was at a resort in Jamaica and on the flight home, like didn't have any symptoms or anything, but tested positive. And they were like, yeah. you got to stay here. And like told me about that as, a, as like a complaint. And I was like, oh, poor you. Oh, no. You have to, you have to stay an extra week at your resort in Jamaica. Even, even before all this happened, like we, we thought about it. You're like, you wouldn't be saving money. But there's like a version where if you like take your paycheck and like you live at an all inclusive. And I'm yeah. like, and the thing is, is it's all inclusive. Like, so you don't need to worry about your food bill or whatever else. You're just like, you're you're just putting, yeah, exactly. You're just putting all of your paychecks into just like buying time at an all inclusive. <laughs> yeah, you're not making savings, but it wouldn't be like a bad way to spend a couple months. Like, I would Definitely obviously, I, th- I think you probably just get sick of the people on vacation all the time. You'd be like, well, it's weird, like surly asshole around the pool. Everybody else is there for a week. You're like. I'm in month two. <laughs> You're just yeah. like, it's I don't like know Vegas. why you'd be at that point. Uh, but I'm work, currently working on the, my summer 2027 bud. And Ooh. and once it gets there, I think I'm going to spend spring and winter uh, of 27, 28 like going either that. I think I'm going to spend that in uh, Caracas. And mm. uh, I'm going to investigate, um, you know, insects, bugs, uh, see if uh, they're interested in maybe a couple open mics. Uh, you said Caracas, and my nerd Caracas, brain, my, Caracas, yeah. my yeah, nerd Caracas, brain went yeah. to Arrakis. No, no, Caracas, bro. Which Caracas, is the Dune planet. Google it, right? <laughs> speaking of, oh, speaking of, so on the, the the way here was a flight from Orlando to Houston, and then Houston to Mexico. And the Orlando to Houston flight, I watched Dune, but it's such a goddamn long movie that the yeah. flight ended with 10 minutes left. Oh, no. And those bastard <laughs> flight attendants wouldn't let me just chill on the plane and watch the ending. They were like, like you got to Come leave. on, you guys got to – I know it'll take you 10 minutes to clean up. Just let me sit here. Yeah. Let me see the end. It's a security issue. I tried. <laughs> Bullshit. That's garbage. So what happens well, at the end of Dune? <laughs> he fights a guy. It's, so, the okay. middle, it's the middle of the first book, right? Like that's, <laughs> that's what's super weird. So they kind of had to arbitrarily like – Pick something that could look like a finale. So hold on. The fight with the guy in his dream is the ending? Not in the dream. But he fights no, no, a guy no, in real he, life. He fights a guy for real. Okay. So as the fight was starting is when yeah. the flight ended. It, it basically. So I mean, so spoilers for Dune. The book came out a million years ago. Uh, Chris, have you seen it? I have no interest in seeing it. No interest in seeing it. So yeah. So 
Because... Least of all, being, least of all, I have no worry about being spoiled. All right. So yeah. So for, so to to bring Tyler up to speed, he uh, he bests the Fremen in uh, in combat, and then obviously, like they're like, well, you can chill with us now because yeah. you did you won the trial by combat, and, then, and that like begins his journey to ascend to both like as predicted in his dreams, leader of the Fremen, and then and, and, so. Okay, so obviously Zendaya, 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 whatever, falls yeah. in love with him. Yeah. What's I got a question. After watching Dune, is it not just Star Wars? Oh no, it gets so it, it it's like so. I think Star Wars ripped it off a lot, right? Is the point. really like, that's what like, we're going with? Oh. Something we've never heard of ripped off Star Wars. Are you joking? <laughs> like Dune was written before Star Wars, dude. Yeah. So, okay. Okay. Other than like four dweebs and like. A bunch of Keiths. Nobody's heard of Dune. <laughs> nobody, nobody who's watching the Super Bowl Sunday heard of Dune before like last February. Yeah. So I hang said on, it. like ju- just so it. you know, Dune was a thing. It's even ra- you sure. know the song I, I "Weapon of Choice" by Fatboy Slim. Yeah. That has a lyric that directly references Dune, right? Is that the Christopher Walken one? Yeah, that's the Christopher Walken music yeah. video, and like it, it was there in plain sight. He says, "If you walk without rhythm, you won't attract the worm." And that's literally how you avoid the worm. That's a lyric in the song from 20 years ago. Listen, <laughs> like, listen, I realize I'm coming off as incredibly ignorant right now. That's fine. Oh, Fatboy oh. Slim's a nerd. But I don't even know, I don't even know who Fatboy Collins that's singing that line, too. Like, it's, it's layers of weirdness going into it. Let's make a reference to a 1965 sci-fi book in a 1999 techno <laughs> yeah. song. I went uh, on Sunday night. I walked to a, uh, a very outlaw lucha mud show. I was nice. in like we saw some footage. It was great. Yeah, it was, it was it was great. But there was a there was a woman there who looked so familiar, and I didn't know from where. And having just recently seen Dune, I thought it was like a dream thing that like I was meant to meet this person. <laughs> anyway, I went and introduced myself, and she thought I was a creep. So uh, that's the, that's that. You were like, "Are um, you my Zendaya?" Yeah. My favorite, um, <laughs> Doctor Lemko, uh, as his friends uh, refer to him as. Um, is is something of a of a of a you know unique star in the sense that he does, does things like wear Crocs to a wedding that nobody else in the world could do, and in the latest entry into the no one else in the world will ever attempt to do this, Doctor Lemko has gone down to Mexico in uh, you know Central Mountain Time Zone Mexico and decided to try to get on the dating apps while knowing no Spanish and uh, mm-hmm. go to bars to meet women while knowing you guessed it. No Spanish. Forget even meeting women. Just like communicating with anybody is a real challenge when you don't speak Spanish. <laughs> you know, and, and it's like that's the type of fuck you, I'm doing me attitude that everyone should aspire to. But it's dangerous. Don't fucking play with that fire, kids. There's been many moments. This? There's been many moments where I'm wandering around, unable to speak to anybody. I'm here totally alone. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm, I'm really out there without a life vest right now. I, I think it, 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 doesn't, it, it, it like doesn't hurt that you're like a, a taller man of broader build. I feel that there's like a a certain a certain life vest that is maybe not afforded to like yes. fun caveat. Some fun people. caveat. Also, my, my brother, if you just if you just point at things and say gracias, that's enough to get by. Yeah, my, <laughs> my, gracias, and just walk somewhere. Yeah. And you're like yeah. perfect. My brother had a great line when I told him, "Well, oh, Tyler's because because I was he was asking me about where Tyler was because we Tyler and I were playing poker the other night and Stephen was confused as to why we weren't playing poker in person, you know." Um, and um, 
I'm like, oh, he's in Mexico, whatever. He's like, oh, how long is he there for? I'm like, oh, you know, a number of weeks, undisclosed amount of time. And um, he, we got to talking, and at one point, uh, he's like, you're not worried about him out there? I'm like, no, nah, he's tall. <laughs> and Stephen then went on to say that, you know, tall's not enough. There's tall people in Mexico, and I never considered that until right now. So No, Stephen's wrong. Yeah, there I was going to say he's also kind of wrong. <laughs> What does he know? Yeah, I've been. We've been to Mexico a couple of times, and I, I always feel great about my height when I'm in Mexico. Yeah. I'm just like He's, an average sized dude here in Canada, but in Mexico, I'm like, hey, I'm like yeah. above average height. I'm like, a big show out here. Yeah, that's it. I watched I, one of those like reaction videos or whatever where someone was saying like, I'm an extra large in Japan, but an extra small in America, yeah. whatever. It just cuts to like a big dude being like, Can I buy clothes in Japan? Do they think I'm a gorilla? <laughs> like maybe. maybe. Um, Speaking of like being careful, my dad called me the day before I left and gave me the whole like, be careful, it's a dangerous country, blah, blah, you know, being a real parent. Mm-hmm. And he, he had the gall to say, I wish your brother was with you. He's the more street smart one. <laughs> and I said, Dad, I've seen my brother eat a pile of dirt because he thought it was drugs. What are we talking <laughs> about? <laughs> you know, your father, great guy. <laughs> Clearly, he's brother, never met you, my brother. Yeah, does he know your brother? Yeah. I, your brother, great guy. Yeah. But if I'm in a pickle, I'm calling Dr. Tyler Lemko <laughs> and not let me know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what kind of bullshit yeah. is that? Your family. What a great family. The whole, the whole crew. Gotta love them. Um, but I guess they're Tyler, strength in numbers, maybe, you know? <laughs> what? No, what Tyler needs oh, to do... If, if my brother was here with me, we'd get in trouble immediately. I'd be in much yeah. bigger danger. <laughs> yeah, you just, like, would push each other up. Or, like, or yeah. triple just suck for you because you would turn into you chasing down... Yeah, I'd have I'd have bailed them out twice already. Yeah, <laughs> like it's it's nice to, in theory the idea that your older brother is the more mature and stable one. I wasn't in, thinking in, on a level of maturity. I was just thinking of like no, his father was. His father was yeah. the more street smart. Uh, <laughs> in practice, let me know going to start arguing with the locals about their you know their business practices in their country, and then Tyler's gonna be like Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> yeah. We should do the top five things that your brother would be liable to do by himself in Mexico. <laughs> Number five is easily get into a fight with the locals about something they do. Yeah, how, <laughs> how they should do it. Yeah, and tell them how they should do it. Right. You know, how, you know how to make a good uh, a good taco. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Number four would definitely be go to a bar and and um, and get way too drunk way too quickly and then start karaoke on a non karaoke bar. I think that's a good <laughs> story. That's, that's more my speed. Yeah. Wait, your I, brother's so, coming back. Number three, he goes to a soccer game, professional soccer game, and talks about how pro sports need to go away while wearing a Knicks jersey. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's your favorite. That's my favorite one. Yeah. I won't have the other two, but you, maybe you would. Uh, the other night, speaking of going out, I was. it was a Saturday night, and I was like, you know, I've been locked down for two years. I haven't really done much or gone many places. I haven't partied. I'm in Mexico. Like, I'm going to go out. I'm going to find where to go. I put my, you know, nice shirt on. I go out. I find, I, I listen. You know, you got to hear where the music's coming from. I find like a club and I go in and I sit down and it's this crowded, loud club. I haven't done this in years now. Um, and I lasted about 45 seconds before realizing, oh yeah, I forgot. I hate this. And I <laughs> bought some beers and went home. 
And the funniest thing, Keith, is that we were we had just finished uh, playing poker on a Zoom call, and he was nice enough to Tyler was nice enough to let us use the Zoom, so he stayed on to turn the camera off, whatever. And like literally, like he's on line five minutes after you leave, he's like seven minutes after you leave. He's I back. See you later, guys. Like, see you later. I'm hitting up the club. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm like, back. Did you guys forget something? He's like, yeah. <laughs> no, it's like no. I got there and I remembered I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> and, I can't uh, remember who I was listening to an interview and someone was talking about that. It was like like one of the. You know, it might have even been this show. Like, I'm like, I was listening to an interview because we do the what, what's the best and worst part about growing up, and I think someone answered just talking oh, yeah. about like knowing what you don't like. Yeah, it's the <laughs> like is one of the best parts where you're just sort yeah, of like because yeah, you do spend like I think everybody spends a bit of a phase like like I like to party. I went to like a lot of like punk shows and whatever else like that, but like immediately like I did wear a nice button up shirt with nice shoes and go to like a club club once and was like yeah oh I wasted a night on this yeah. like and thankfully also, I, at least I realized in one night that I didn't like it but I know people who like do a whole like club phase, phase. and I'm yeah, like no clubs fucking suck yeah also I think it's I think leaving Montreal you kind of realize that Montreal is like top one or two nightlifes in the world yeah. So like you go elsewhere and people are partying and it's like oh this isn't partying. I would I would have been uh, just an editor's note. The producers would like to to say Tyler meant to say maybe top five to seven, but top one to two was a hell of a claim. A I hell of a claim. What beats it? What beats it? Amsterdam maybe. Uh, there's because there's a thing. There's I want to say that, Vegas, but I know what no, you're gonna say. It's not nope, true. I've done Vegas. Not true. Yeah. Ve- okay, Ve- and, and on top of that too, Vegas is like designed to burn Miami. You out. Nope, Miami. No, you gotta, you gotta spend a fortune. That's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. You've told me that. I guess. Yeah. I guess you're right, eh? Like, yeah, like Montreal tops. is one of the New best. York. You gotta spend a fortune too. Exactly. That's it. Not like, even that. New York. I find New York and LA both so overrated. LA in particular because it's West Coast. Everyone's asleep by like midnight. Everything's done by eleven thirty. Yeah. Really. Yeah, and New York too. I've I've partied in New York where like I've been in Times Square, not Times Square. Uh, yeah, Times Square. Sorry. Um, where it was like, I don't know, three, three thirty, dead, not a single soul. Yeah. Wow. You can't find that downtown Montreal, a dead area. Not at three summer. in the morning. Not no. in the summer. Yeah, no. I, I, I think Tyler, you probably the most party centric of us, but everywhere like I know like Sarah was like, Oh, like Miami was so fun, Miami was this, and I was like like not a joke, like Sarah and my wife is incredibly beautiful, but is not necessarily like Instagram model hot, but she and, was there with her cousin. And, uh, and Keith, it should be noted, incredibly humble. So yeah, no, but like she's not necessarily like the Instagram like hot. Like Keith, like, let's, let's let's push through this. Let's like push through, through this. You, why do you always do this to Sarah on this show? We know Sarah. Uh, we know beautiful. she's pretty. She's Every time you bring up her beauty, you have this whole fucking thing where she's not a thought, but also. <laughs> And you know what? You know, it makes me a little uncomfortable. I'm sorry. Anyway, but she was there for a bachelorette party where every other girl she was with literally has like thousands of followers on Instagram and it's all swimsuit. She was like, yeah, Miami was the best. And like, we rented a yacht and the guy was like, oh, you could have rented the bigger one. I would have upgraded you for free. And we got in all these clubs. I'm like, yeah, Sarah, but that doesn't exist for me. Yeah. <laughs> You're a group of six smoking hot girls who are yeah. all down to party and have fun. Yeah. yeah, you get into places free. Like that's yeah. the three of us. Walter, yeah, Lawrence Corber, yeah, that's it, and Vance Michelle Reese Turner. Vance Michelle Reese Turner. We go, 
and expect the same treatment. <laughs> like, I would like my yacht rental. Yeah, to give be, me Sarag too. Give me Sarag for yeah. good measure. Yeah. We go the, the Elite Eight. Yeah. We go. And, and they're like, like, you guys have to get the premium insurance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but like, meanwhile, like the, the like literally the yacht guy was like, you could come back tomorrow. And as long as you like, let us take some photos or whatever. And then like, they threw in a jet ski rental. So the girls could photo like photos on the jet ski. And they're like, what a great time. I'm like, yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, I'm that sure is, it wasn't that, a bad time. It was a great time, but to like think that is the normal experience for any normal person, <laughs> that is not like what's gonna happen. That's not gonna happen if we go to Miami. If we go to Miami, it's gonna be hot. We're gonna get there, it's gonna be hot, we're gonna get yelled at by like an old abuela, and we're gonna go, we're gonna sit at a bar, we're gonna order a drink, and it's gonna take an hour and a half to get there, and we're all gonna we be sweating and grumpy. Yeah. And uh and that was that yeah. even with even with all their like VIP treatment and tickets and whatever else like that that's what they were saying is it's also miami they were like every club is just like the same like boom boom techno whatever else like that and it's just like nothing it's not that fun <laughs> like once you're like Wait, i have another question for you both i have a question for you both because you both are well traveled um is it fair to say date like a daytime vibes or life los angeles the west coast is the best place for that or is it somewhere in like you know Lake Como in Italy. Are we are we dealing? Oh, oh internationally, well, internationally, the only city I've ever visited and partied. I haven't in, been to Lake Como. Yeah, the only city I've ever like traveled, visited, and like partied in, and was like had like I could live here vibes was Barcelona. Barcelona. Barcelona, Barcelona. had like super chill daytime vibes because you had like you have the beach. The population's pretty. Everyone's rich back. in Spain, so it's good. And but it wasn't super pricey either. Like it wasn't like a crazy like expensive city to like chilling like pretty good food like reasonably priced and then also like a good deal of nightlife stuff that like did that european oh like it's the club closes down when people leave that could be tomorrow sometime yeah. like a lot of a lot of that in barcelona and then you still like you spill out of the club at like I, one of my all-time favorite memories was like and it wasn't like a great dj or anything it was just like we just like bar hopped then went to a club then like party till like the sun went up, like stumbled out, chilled out on the beach, like took a swim. And then like walking back, like through the streets of like Barcelona, there's like some guy, like a bunch of like street seller dudes who are selling beer and they're like magically cold, which like blew my mind. I'm like, where are you getting this beer? I don't know if they had like hidden like stashes of like gold beer back in ice somewhere, but like, they're like, like cerveza. And I'm like, 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 Fesca, they're like, see, and I'm like, Perfect. I'm like, I don't know how. It's 40 we degrees. This. We had so much fun. We had a ball. <laughs> it was, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, cerveza. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, Tyler, what's your date? Like, and I was like, wait, are they cold? Like, before I immediately say, like, yes to buying this, like, one euro beer, just still to you, I was like, wait, is it cold? And he's like, yeah. And he, like, shows me. He, like, took my hand and, like, put it on the beer. I'm like, awesome. I'm like, yes, I will take your beer while I'm just wandering the streets at 6 a.m. And it's cold. Yeah, that uh, nowhere in North America gets that cool. I went into a, I was walking around the other night and I went into like a day panner type of situation because I wanted a Gatorade for my walk. And I get to the counter and the lady said 80 pesos, which is like, what is that? Like close to 10 bucks. Really? And everything here is like crazy cheap. Like that should have been like a buck. Yeah. Um, but I just didn't have the language skills to like disagree with her. So I literally in English was like, I know you're ripping me off, but here and I paid for it. That's also one of the the joys of traveling with Sarah. Is she's like, she speaks 80 Italian. pesos. Yeah, 80 yeah. pesos is five bucks for a Gatorade. More. 
I just checked it. Four ninety three. Oh. Eighty pesos. Four ninety three. Five dollars is still too much for. How big was the Gatorade? Abs- not big, especially in Mexico, where like and usually, especially where like last night I went for dinner and I had a veggie burger, a slice of apple pie, and a margarita, and it was eleven bucks. What a blessing! Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's it. Like I was like, you go to like a taqueria or whatever in like Mexico, <laughs> slice and you of get, apple like, pie is a nice touch. You yeah. you get. Like, yeah, exactly. That's it. We've, we've had like 10 tacos and two beers and it's a hundred pesos. Like, and you're oh, like, yeah, hey. exactly. I've, I've a taco place around the corner. I go, I get two tacos and chips and guac and it's six bucks. Yeah. <laughs> she was absolutely ripping you off. It was late 100%. at night. And, and like, especially me. normally, like when you go to like, I'm guessing it's Oxo or whatever, like <laughs> when you yeah. go to like a normal, a normally priced Oxo, like, yeah, your Gatorade is like five pesos or whatever. It's yeah, like, exactly. Like, yeah. Next time, here's here's uh, fifty pesos. Uh, have a good night. Uh, <laughs> You're just like, yeah, I'm gonna give you this, no. and we're not gonna talk anymore. <laughs> I'll see you later when I come back for another Gatorade yeah. at this price. <laughs> I wonder, like, if they they like like the best is you can't like hate. You can't hate the game. No. <laughs> we, also, we can't get lippy because he's fucking for in sure. Mexico. What am I talking about? Yeah, no, I, I, looked at her, I was like, I, I know I don't belong here. Like I was in a literally it, it was along a ravine and there was no one for miles. Yeah. And, uh, you know, what am I going to do? Argue with her? No, you're going to give her the fucking thing, but it still yeah. sucks. It's like we all, like often when we're down in Mexico, they have uh, the, the they have like a, a tra- like not even it's not even a real proper public transit system, but there's like the colectivo and it's basically like. You're these little vans that mostly service like the resort employees. So, but like, there's no rule that you need to work at a resort to ride the colectivo. So Sarah and I take that all the time. And again, it's like five pesos to go from like Playa del Carmen to Tulum, you know? And it's like, yeah. instead of like, if you take a cab, it's like 100 American dollars yeah, or whatever it is. And like, they always give you like looks where you're like, why are these... Yeah. white people getting into our little mini bus like i was looking at options to get from oaxaca to puerto because it's like a it's like a six to ten hour drive depending on the route that you take yeah so i was looking at different options and it's it's coming down to either taking a bus like one of those like coach buses which yeah. i'll probably end up doing but then the other two is taking a, a colectivo yeah which is like ten dollars yeah for like a eight hour drive it's crazy <laughs> yeah exactly or i found this man by the name of uh juan vega who i who doesn't have a website but he <laughs> owns he owns a plane and he does one shot a day and it's a single single passenger plane you can't bring anything over 30 pounds on the plane <laughs> and for like a hundred bucks he'll fly you i knew no juan website vega, or anything. but i feel I it's a common name no, no website or anything. I emailed this man. I hope he gets back to me and I get to take a plane with Juan Vega. <laughs> Why not? Dude, it'd be so good. I love and just, that as a business just, and just, model. just take so many photos. I love that as a business model. No website. You got to email this guy. And yeah, get email him if he gets back to you. Maybe you can take a plane. Yeah. If he doesn't, whatever. Figure out a bus or something. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, that's my plan. And it's a, yeah, like, and I also like like the supply and demand. You're like, ah, only one person a day probably wants this, so I can do one yeah. person a day. Yeah, like, if no one signs up, even better, day <laughs> off. Hmm. But yeah, no, it's super cool that you're going down and, and working. I was I was l- hoping to do that, but then I apparently work for a nationally legislated company, and, and for like 
security reasons they didn't want you to like access their servers from international areas but well, i'm doing startup life baby that's the one that's it let me ask you when you work for the for the uh, for the trains there mm-hmm. uh, um do you think that they could help with the, the blockade in ottawa you know? I know they're they're, make, they're making more money because of the blockade. Trucks aren't moving. Of course, are you they are. Me? Every, everything's <laughs> moving through fucking train, huh? <laughs> These truckers are working themselves into a shoot, brothers. <laughs> they they t- typically typically the uh, the the train business does not like the truck business, <laughs> like as a as a it's general like rule. <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> That's it. They're like, oh, you can move anywhere, but can you move like three thousand <laughs> trucks and with one train? <laughs> I, I I shared this with both of you, but uh, I I saw post oh no from this... a friend of mine to an <laughs> actual person that i know bloods in the can and, and she was justifying the numerous connections that the organizers of freedom convoy rally 2022 sponsored by uh paps and in whatever um featuring <laughs> theo flurry featuring theo flurry losing his fucking mind the proud boys proudly tanks. present Freedom Convoy uh, Canada. Bar, Barstool presents. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the justific the the stupidest justification I saw. I have it here. It was a friend of mine, and like, listen, you know, emphasis on was. Yeah, she, I mean, <laughs> it was a friend of mine until I she mean, it wasn't a close it. friend. It was yeah. a person I know, mm. and they're blocked now. Well, then, <laughs> just because of sheer stupidity. Like I can't not block, but I unfollowed. Um, <laughs> you walking back, yo? I didn't block her. I'm block her. It's crazy talk. Uh, it's fucking Instagram. You don't want to block people on Instagram. People need to stop with the bullshit about this convoy being related to white supremacy. And she goes on and on about you know and say, saying, sure, maybe the organizers are proud white supremacists, but it's not you know the the majority of the feelings of the rest of us. And like. Listen, that's just their personal beliefs, verbatim. Um, like it's which is okay. Mil- thousands of likes, she got thousands of likes and shares, and uh, and one of the and one of the slides, she goes, "I think if the Bloods and the Crips can put their differences aside and unite for a greater good, L.A. riots of 1982, she didn't meet, she meant 92, <laughs> and the death of Nipsey Hussle." Now. You no, you cut it off. You cut it off. You, you need to keep reading because it gets worse. No, kinda. okay. When their entire existence is based solely around killing each other. That's, that's right. Really the bad. entire really existence bad. of the blood. Really, it's a really like just incredibly terrible thing to say about another people. Like a person exactly. You, you you you've, um, redu- you've reduced people. That's not worse. So much worse than generalizing. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> When, they, so when they're the, tired, then we the people can also unite against a tyrannical government that is locked to blah, blah, blah. We the people. Blah, and also you're Canadian. Yeah. We the peopling. I want to know I've what that means. Uh, I've been away and I've been I've been staying out of the news. What's the deal? They don't like potholes or what? what's going on? No, you see. Yeah, what, I was like, hang on. What do you know that you knew to get out of the country before this happened? Like, what well, Tyler was, was like... on the initial um, uh, Canada Unity Party <laughs> message board. By the way, that's the main, one of the main organizers of this thing is called the Canada Unity Party. Yeah. They don't seem like they're they've been going to a lot of barbecues. You know what I'm saying? And and the other party what, what, is called the Maverick Party, and they're both from Alberta. So like you know, you have a clear idea. 
the Mavericks are like, you know, mostly people of color. Say, say may I, and then no, say the, the one NBA, for the it's Canada the one NBA team party. that seems to have a fetish for European players. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> At least but, they're not the jazz party. You know? <laughs> or the Stockton party. Yeah. You hear but, about John Stockton? I've heard all the bad things about John Stockton. I've I've I've, I've read it, I've seen it. It's the same thing. Uh, John, Theo Fleury is Canada's John Stockton. Theo Fleury went on the week of the the week of the, the trucks that were making their way up. It was the, the buildup. What everyone was talking about. And they were talking about, and this is, it's just, we've all forgotten it. They were talking about 50,000 trucks and a million Canadians were going to That's be there. It. They had like 400 uh, trucks. They have 400 uh, something, 420 trucks or whatever. They're still... And they had like ten thousand Canadians the first week. What are we talking I honestly about? Honestly, care so little about all of it. I know. Same. It's just I'm just. It was in like in the news. I feel bad for the people who live in Ottawa. Honestly, they're uh, coming to Quebec City this weekend, though. Yeah. Everyone who lives in Ottawa. Yeah, the whole crew. <laughs> bet, like, bet, uh, like not a, not bed a and joke. breakfast. We're gonna put on like a bet our best. Uh, you know, it's a um, home and home. It's a home and home. <laughs> a home and home brunch situation. We're gonna do uh, Cabana Sook style. Not even a joke though, but I know that like people have had to like leave Ottawa just for like they're like yeah like I I live in downtown Ottawa and I can't sleep because it's twenty four seven horns blaring and stuff like it's just would have murdered somebody. Yeah, it's just like it's like yeah like I don't necessarily think like oh I don't feel like I don't I'm not fearing for my life but it's annoying <laughs> you know where it's just like blasting horns nonstop no, like. Yeah. You, people, you had to leave. You had to go somewhere else. Yeah, and and also like it, it, I, one of the things because uh, they're, they're skipping over Montreal and going straight up to Quebec City, right? Like that's the that's the the destination of the convoy. Well, I hope so. I hope they don't go to fucking see Val Plant for rules that she didn't make when this fucking guy in Quebec City made all the rules. Oh, but it's a it's a mobile thing. I didn't. Yeah, because they're a convoy. Yeah. <laughs> that checks out. Yeah, <laughs> they can go anywhere. They can bring their right, protest wherever they that's go. That's just that's just the Quebec that's, ones, though. That's just the that's French innovative, ones. to be honest. I like, don't know. No, I think that like, you're, apparently you're, like, there's a lot of support you're, coming you're, up to Quebec. You know, your political force. opinions, political opinions aside, that's smart protesting to organize a protest that could be mobile. Sim- yeah. Similarly, they, who is it? Uh, Trevor Noah was talking about. He's like, it's also smart that you're like, you have your supplies in the back. Yeah, like, like one guy was like, "I have six months well, worth of food and rations back there," and I'm like, "It's not stupid." Like, if I go to a protest, I have what's in my pockets usually. Like, that's like, <laughs> I'm not down for the long haul. I'm going home later that night. Like, yeah, it's, it's very efficient lunacy. Yeah, I, I kind of yeah. feel that they jumped over Montreal though, just because I was like, I feel there would a be a very big counter protest. I think. No, cops wouldn't have had it here. And and then also, yeah, the like, hey, cops, by the way, the cops aren't like the rest of the, cops the students the for just being there. <laughs> like I was like, I don't know how Montreal cops would just like immediately kick into like shithead yeah, think, mode. The We're thing about Montreal about... cops, the thing about Montreal cops is they're they are very much equal opportunity people. Everyone could get it. White yeah. supremacist check, you know? Yeah, uh, Black Lives Matter protest check. Everyone could get it. Yeah, and English, like, French the, the, doesn't matter. They it's they don't have allegiances to anybody but the, themselves. Yeah, like, that's it. Like, also, like and that was like, one of the things too. Like when there was the anti-vax protests up at the Big O, they still like hit him with mace and whatever else. And they're like, yeah, they're like, there's no like side. They're just sort of like, can we take the mace out? 
Yes. Yeah, because I feel like Ottawa is just like Ottawa's a nice city. Like whatever you think about this this yeah. uh, convoy, like there hasn't really been much um, like turmoil or like incidents no, of, of no, violence or anything nothing. like that. Yeah. Whereas like Montreal, we're talking about a city that burns cop cars if a hockey team loses. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. You can't bring wins, that sort of wins, emotion please. into the city. Yeah, they didn't want none of this. They They didn't want none of the city. Yeah, win or lose. Yeah, well, and that was the other thing too. Is people just sort of like they're like, oh, like the 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 convoy. I saw like this thing where the the convoy has entered like day ten or whatever of their of their protest cycle, and someone was just sort of like like ten days, and they were like, that's cute, and they were like, the student protests, like the Carré Rouge protests, were two hundred days of daily protests. See, that's the thing, though. Nothing matters. This is the playbook now. Yeah. Uh, a, you know, and and nothing matters but their achievement. It's almost like well, Vince McMahon has influenced all facets of life. It's a very much a Vince thing. Well, it's like if they get to 17 days, this is the longest trucker convoy on record in North America. This that is the longest future, convoy future, arranged by an Albertan, multiple countries, and multiple co- coffee shops. You know, <laughs> and what I what I find interesting is like. From what I can tell, like COVID numbers are going down and things are opening back up. And that's like naturally part of like how waves happen. So there's a there's a lot of people who they are told us it was like, coming. There's a lot of people who are gonna feel like they did something oh, and yeah. made a difference. Yeah, when, like a lot of heroes statistics. A lot of heroes. <laughs> how that just how, bad. It's exactly it's just like how vaccines and stuff work. <laughs> you know you know that like whatever like and end of the month bars are going to open in in montreal and they're going to the be like we though. did it whether whatever like there's it's so divisive and whatever side you're on it's irrelevant because like everyone wants the same thing and we're all yeah. eventually getting that thing no, now there are people on both i don't want to say sides there's good people there's on multiple many sides. different angles yeah but to say the two main arteries of this thing there are people on both sides who actually never want, who, who will never side with the other side. Yeah. Right? They'll, they're, they're never going to see, see the same way, think the same way. It's, it's, it's non-starter. You hope enough people in the fucking rest of the middle come to fucking together and make, like, uh, you know, concessions. Yeah, because no one's anti-freedom. No! Yeah. Well, and that, here's like, the thing. Here's the thing. You get, here's my proposal. I've proposed, I've proposed many things. I, I proposed... Uh, you know, you know, sending uh, sending all the unvaxxed people uh, to to Alberta and put them all in Alberta. That's how Australia started. And I, I was told that was really, really terrible, like a human rights violation. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> I was. I then said maybe like no Medicare for people who don't want to pass the, the vaccine because they don't believe in they, they, their bodies are a temple. They don't need anything. Told that was also unethical. Yeah, the, so government here's my, the government wanted to pull that off and they couldn't. Here's my proposal. Here's what I propose. No vax mandates. And uh, we wear masks indoors uh, in, in shopping centers, not restaurants. That's stupid. Just <laughs> wear masks all the time. Just wear masks. So, but that's become a, a mask like, state. And that's, I think that's the hardest thing. Like, so there's, I mean, the two things. Like until the, until there's not hospital rooms overflowing and we don't shut yeah. down anymore and we keep everything going yeah. or you go you know you listen to the wise words of Ivan Drago and if he dies he dies, he dies. <laughs> <laughs> at that point it, there's stupid there's so many things though like like one like we we talk about it all the time we were like how many nazis have to show up at your protest before well, you like, the thing, like, like the how many is too many that, and right? you're like probably one 
You yeah. know? Everyone, <laughs> like, like, as much as it's, and this is the thing, because everyone automatically jumps on that, that you know, that is shocked by it and appalled and, by but it. My, my and, thing, so. and I looked for it. I Googled it because I was like, I understand how they would grab that one Confederate flag and be like, oh my God, look. And like one Nazi, like, I get it. But like, I really, really tried to be like, did anyone ask them to leave? And I couldn't find reports of that. Well, and no, if, it's all love and accepting. Exactly, yeah. but that's what I'm saying. But like that, that well, would have, like, that would have at least that nah, would have bro, at least gained some sympathy for me to be like, that's yeah, a- when the Nazis showed up, we were like, take your flags home, guy. This is not what this protest is about. But they were like, no, nah, you can hang. And I'm like, Ugh. yo, you, you know what like. though? On the real, we've seen this at every single protest in the summer in Montreal. Uh, we had multiple protests uh, for anti-vax stuff, and at every single one in Quebec, you saw the uh, groups. Uh, connected to you know uh, sovereignty groups and white pride groups and Quebec very open about it. It says it right there on the banners that they're carrying. They're not hiding it. Yeah. It's not like I'm assuming that everyone who was there on in Ottawa a couple weeks ago is you're not is doing like skinhead bootlace checks or whatever. It's on the floor. But the people who are openly carrying it are not actors either. You can't. Yeah. That can't be it. When there's like an, there's a lot of people in the crew that are very much like the organizers, admittedly, are like you know are white supremacists. You mm-hmm. can't run from that. Yeah. So you know it was fun to see though? people try. You know what's interesting is in Mexico, you don't feel it at all. Like, you know, like leaving Montreal, there's like a there, there's a feeling of COVID yeah. surrounding everyone. Whereas here, you don't feel it at all. And no one's talking about it. No one's worried about it. But absolutely everybody is wearing a mask absolutely everywhere. Even yeah, outdoors because, by themselves, no one's within a hundred feet. Everyone's masked up. Mm-hmm. Those Mexicans are, you know, a lot less combative and selfish than than us. We yeah. wouldn't survive in any other generation. Our generation now, eh? We wouldn't have survived the forties. <laughs> we wouldn't have survived World War Two. We wouldn't have survived. We wouldn't have survived where everyone had to take one of four jobs and put away your dreams. Now everyone's a fucking uh, business mogul. They got fucking monkey photos of monkeys and apes. Okay. But in fairness, that is a result of a generation older than us ruining the economy and making yeah, a yeah. World so that it's, we it's can't really the last fifty years of human history really. It's, set it's us a generation. Up. It's our parents fucked it up so hard, so hard, yeah. so hard. But at the that? same time, though, like, like I always like I came back to this even from like whatever last year when like the vaccines came out, where people were like, "Can the government really make us have vaccines?" And I was like, "There was a, uh, a what do you call it? Like a." I'm trying to think of it like the constitutional lawyers or whatever, but whatever the Canadian one. And they were just like, the guy was like, you know, if they wanted to, they absolutely could. Like it would be like political suicide to make it mandatory, but you know, they can conscript you into the army. You know, they basically have, and it's been political suicide. Right. right, But that's it. But they they can, they can legally tell you, Hey, are you an able-bodied person? Like under 30 years old? You're going to war now. And they're like, yeah, the government could absolutely make you take a vaccine if they declared the right state of emergency and the right this and the right that. There's like there's channels that they could do it where it's not just like, yeah, right now they're still like they're pigeonholing you into taking it. Yeah, they the can absolutely say like you well. can take it or go to jail because that's, that's what like conscription countries. was like. That's would that be I, a riot? For sure. Like. That's why I like countries where you can go to a pharmacy and get perks over the counter and do whatever the hell you want. Whatever <laughs> This is what I'm saying, right? There's no vax passports down there in Mexico. Nothing. I was there's shocked. No, there's well, no. They, they, by the way, 
by the way, so first of all, I was surprised you don't need a negative test. You don't need any proof of anything to enter into Mexico. But to go from Montreal to Orlando, obviously, I needed to get a negative test done. I yeah. went, spent 100 bucks, went and got a, a test, got my negative results, brought it to the airport, made it all the way through the airport until I got to my gate. And like as the plane is, is uh, like boarding, I spoke to the, the, the like attendant working at the desk and I was like, hey, just out of curiosity, like I spent 100 bucks on my test and no one took a glance at it. What's the deal? And she was like, oh, yeah, when you checked in, it asked you if you had any symptoms and you answered no. And I was like, "Oh, so that's the level we're at." Like, I just yeah. paid some—I just paid some random third party a hundred bucks, and you guys don't even take a look at it. Life yeah, hacks with Tyler me, Lemko. Um... Just say you don't have symptoms. Just say you don't. Just say you're not. You don't have COVID. You yeah, can exactly. take a flight anywhere. You, you have want. COVID. You're like, <coughs> no. No, and, and we should keep these. Symp- this is why. Get on the plane, sir. Thank you for your honesty. <laughs> I was shocked. Like, we don't really have rules. Well, they just the, tell us the, And even the this is a, this all true of the laws. Yeah, what? Trudeau. They didn't look at th- they didn't look at a single thing. Hilarious. Why are like, we yelling about shit in the store? I mean, I know why Quebec is yelling, but why are the rest of the country yelling? It's I, what bugs me the whole thing about this is like we ended up in laws like, and I guess using Mexico as the example, I was like, we ended up with shitty laws because like common sense. I'm sure we talked about this on the podcast before, but like it blows my mind. Re- like looking back retroactively, that they only made masks a law in like June. Of 2020. That's what, that's what fucked everything and, and up. Because the they were like, they were like, hey, they you fucking, know what? They were they were stupid on the masks. They, yeah, but they but said, the thing is, but they weren't stupid on the masks. They gave us too much credit. They were like, hey, you should wear a mask. And then everyone was like, rather not. You know, like that's how we had to make it a law because they said we they said like day one when you go out you should probably wear a mask. And everyone no, else there was, was like, nah. uh, there was mixed messaging on that. I I mean maybe from the government, but the CDC was like couldn't hurt. You know, like they were like, it's, yeah, you know, fair. like, is, is, is the science fully out there? Do we know how communicating it is? Well, but we know it c- contributes by droplets. So if everybody has a piece of cloth in I've the always, middle I've of the droplet. I've always thought the mask it, was like the most easily agreeable thing we could all come yeah, to. And that's it. But like, but when they were recommending <laughs> it, dude, like, I remember those, like, like, mo- like shopping in like April, 2020, where I'm like, I'm wearing a mask and like an old lady's looking at me like I'm a piece of shit for yeah, wearing a mask. Yeah. And I'm like, no, we don't know anything about this. Let's err on the side of caution, and they're like, "No, it's an airport. <laughs> let's virus. not do that. <laughs> let's let's well, put that's on like, a mask." Tyler, you're telling me even the people tourists, you're like, you're wearing a mask and stuff down there. Yeah, I do, just to like not offend anybody. Yeah, because if everyone's doing it, you're not going <laughs> to not. If if there's no one around, I take it off. But there's plenty of people who leave it on twenty four seven. Like the majority, I'd say ninety five percent are masked up, even if there's no one near them. Like I'll take it off because. I'm a heavy set guy walking around and <laughs> I need all the help I can get. You heard the, yeah. uh, the, the, the Canadian women's hockey team with the best ad for, uh, for masks yet. Yeah. I saw that. And the yeah. Russians, Russians took it off in the third period to try to mount the comeback. Canadians kept their masks on. Still. <laughs> they, did, they did that. What yeah. are these Olympics? Keith? Why are we the charade of an Olympics? Why are we letting this happen? No, but it's be, to, to Russia's credit. It's not Russia. It's, the Russian Olympic committee. Well, the Russian Olympic was every player Russian. <laughs> yes, the ROC, to their credit, they got the negative test results between the second and the third period, so they were allowed to take the masks off. Team Canada was like, still rather not, and then played the third period with the masks on. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> like, win anyways. Yeah, exactly. That's it. So, uh, but but that whole like 
People Keith, who are like, it's hard to breathe. Keith. They're like, we're playing you're, you're hockey. You're a smart guy. You're, you're a smart guy, Keith. Why Why are these Olympics happening? One. Okay, yeah. Moscow, baby. I have a, I have a bigger Kyle, question. you too. You can answer me this too. And don't say money because I know it's money, but it can't just be money. Why? What's your, What's this angle here with the, with the Chinese? Money. It's just money? It's 100% money. So apparently... I know it's money. Is there anything no, but else? Apparently... Is there something we're missing? Well, the, well, the, the thing that you're missing is that it's, it's not just that it's money. It's how many... Like, I think the world is getting wise to the Olympic scam. Apparently, the there scandals. were only, like, two serious, like, host country contenders. China being one of them. Like, there were, like, a couple people that, like, threw well, their Norway, names... Well, Norway... Norway... I know Norway was there at the beginning. Yeah, that's it. Well, there were also, apparently... Like, what to say there was, like, only two is, like, a, maybe, like, a slight exaggeration. But apparently, there were, like, multiple countries, like, pitched their name in the hat. But then when they kind of, like, started to look at the logistics and the financial, there only seemed to be, like, two countries that could, like... That were willing to financially put out Olympic host money. And China was one of them. And they put up, obviously, the most money. <laughs> so... But also, potentially unpopular opinion, but you know, two years into this thing, I think we've gotten good at just doing things with it existing. <laughs> I, I was, yeah, I mean, COVID, yes. 100%. It exists and like you, the, we still do things now. Well, well for see, me, the fun yeah. part, the, Tyler, the fun part about these, the, the weird, the fun part, the fascinating, mind-numbing part about these Olympics is that China is able to decide if people are going to get COVID tested randomly, oh, yeah, yeah. Olympians yeah, yeah, yeah. could just be quarantined at random. <laughs> yeah. At random. Yeah. Chinese government deal. could decide. It's a good deal. And, and they could decide <laughs> when to release them. Vito and power. China's in first place in the gold medals by a hell of a lot. And none of this is a coincidence. And I swear to God, <laughs> this is going to lead. The tr- <laughs> if I'm making a prediction right now. This better come out on time. But somehow, some way, are the Chinese women hockey team like in the tournament, Keith? Yeah, yeah. They okay, they're going to beat the Americans or the Canadians, and they're going to go to the gold medal game. I'm telling you, they're going to uh, no. I don't think they can. In. I don't think they can. Oh, they can. Oh, they they're, can. They got Theo Fleury out there. They had a win though. The Chinese women's hockey team had a win. There you was, go. But I think it was a Canadian-born player. I'm sure, had, it was. Had sure it was. There was a goal. lot of Canadian American girls on that yeah. team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're going to the, win. The they're going to knock out. Canada or America in the medal round, it's going to be hilarious. We raised this question on the other show, and I'll put it here too. Why don't they just make, like, pick a place, probably in the States because of, like, advertising, and just call it, like, Olympic Town. And every four years, that's where the Olympics happen. Why do we need to build new buildings every four years? I got got one. What are they doing with Epstein Island? (laughs) Just turn that into Olympic Town. Make that the summer. I mean, for the summers, I think. Summer Olympics are just on Epstein's Island. Yeah, the windows are in Norway. What's going on there now? Is it just empty? Probably. Anybody Probably. using it? It looked like a nice. No, Dana island. White bought it. He's going to do another fight island, but this time, it's he's not paying the the fighters anything. He's yeah, taking exactly. prisoners. You have to fight, fight to get off the life. island. It's going to be like... televised. It's going to be televised on Fox Nation. Isn't that a Steve Austin movie? It's also the plot of Death Race Two. That's it's Death Race Two. Yes. <laughs> No, death Race also, 2, where uh, there's no racing, it's just pit no, fighting, no, even also, though it's still called Death Race. There's the escape, uh, there's the escape artist. Steve Austin, IMDb. No, 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 he did it. They, Steve Austin did a Battle Royale movie. And it was like Escape from Criminal Island or something. Oh, yeah, no, he's right. He's on right. An island. Was, it, was it televised, though? Was that the whole bit? It was or was it just like for like a, one eccentric billionaire? Because I remember the, the Condemned. Because I remember in Death Race 2, 
It was specifically like a pay-per-view was even there. Like it was like prison fights to the death, but it was like as you, the three of us could pony up for the pay-per-view to watch a prison fight to the death. Like that was the, they had gone that next level that it wasn't just like eccentric billionaires making humans fight. It was like anybody could like, yeah. pay the hundred bucks and get the pay-per-view feed when people were like flipping out over uh what's it called uh what is it squid, squid, games? squid, squid games yeah and like how far-fetched that was so that, not... that's happened for decades yeah exactly humans like for decades centuries dude like yeah. human fights like yo yeah. we are we're we're like that's our like thing five, we're like <laughs> 10 minutes away from having that like debut on a fall series on the, on the NBC, you know, yeah, and the Rock is gonna host Cena. it. Yeah. The Rock's gonna host it. <laughs> no, Rock's too big for that. No, no, the Rock's gonna host it. The Rock hosted NBC game shows uh, two years ago. Uh, trust me, he'll do it again. The Rock's gonna make an appearance at the Super Bowl on Sunday. Don't ask me why. <laughs> Don't ask me why. Up. He's promoting it too. He's gonna so light. Like, he's gonna light up his name with a flamethrower. Probably. Or he'll light the cauldron of the game. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> they just have an Olympic you know, torch the at the Super week? Bowl. The Rock, the Rock, for some reason, I guess he's getting that NBC money because uh, both events are on NBC. But The Rock was the intro for the Olympians. It was like their pump up on day one. Yeah. It was the video of The Rock. Well, the Rock they're, they're calling... has, is the, is, is the, will never not consider a paycheck. NBC is calling this, I mean, it'll be in the past, but NBC is calling Super Bowl Sunday because it's going to be Olympics or Super Bowl leading into Olympics. They're calling it the biggest day of sports television in history or whatever. I was like... But yeah. like, what what random events are going on on a they, Sunday? They, where you're like, they gave up the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl last year. Curling, like coming up afterwards. Like, what are NBC they going to like? gave up the game last year. Yeah, they, sw- the- they swapped with uh, CBC, CBS, CBS. Me, yeah, yeah, yeah. To get this year, to get the Olympics and the uh, football the same year. Yeah, and it's the day before Valentine's Day, so you know you get to neglect your girlfriend before. <laughs> you know what sucks for everyone is that Dave Portnoy got killed the other day for making that exact joke. So it immediately becomes this, like, you know, and there's no nuance there, but it does make it a tough Valentine's Day. Yeah. I mean. for your And for all the women who watch football. There's lots of women who watch football. And it's a tough, a tough day for them, day. too. You know? It's just the same. You attack these people. In the well, you're going to be attacks. tired on the Monday. Yeah, it's a fucking, I'm going to be tired. But I'm, I'm I scared. Sleep in school on the Monday. If my team wasn't in it, I'd take the day off. But my team is in it, so I can't. Because it'd be bad karma because, you know, job's not finished and we're all going to work on Sunday. <laughs> but you on Monday. And I, well, I, I'm doing that for a team. I'm not taking yeah. a day off. Yeah, exactly. If he, take, if he takes a day off, he's presupposing a, a celebration. We're yeah. celebrating too soon. Exactly. That's it. You're just There's like, always Monday morning to call in. <laughs> I, remember I, have a, I, just, I, I got a bit of a cough. I got to go get tested. <laughs> I remember one time showing up at school, like grade 10 or 11. I showed up at noon on the Monday after, and they were like, why are you late? And I was like, honestly, Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> if we're being real. I'll tell you real quick. Uh, there's uh, that uh, calling in uh, co- calling in COVID while working from home uh, gimmick. I mean, I work at my day job, and uh, that's been a fun little tool to use for people. I haven't done it, but some people have. It's like, what, what are we supposed to say to this? working from home i'm like i've gone back into somewhat like high school so here's the thing i used to do in high school it was a bit of a life hack was like pretend to get a real bad headache and then like take a nap in the nurse's office nice. oh, geez, Keith. right 
like nice. i was just like i'm yeah. sleepy like and you i was like I, like do you have to call your parents no i think i'll just lie down and like see how it goes <laughs> sleep through french <laughs> and then just like go back to class for the rest of the day nobody even like questions it you're not even like marked real absent from anywhere yeah. just take a nap move, in the afternoon my move used to be uh go for attendance then ask to go to the bathroom and just don't come back <laughs> <laughs> go chill by my locker and like read magazines. But my favorite is my family had this deal where my mom instituted a rule that once a year, everyone has one Lemco day and you don't have to be sick. You don't need a reason. You could just take a day off and you call it your Lemco day. Yeah. And I remember I, 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 I used them in elementary school, but in high school, grade seven, eight, nine, ten didn't take my Lemco day. So you accumulated them. They rolled up. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> now now did you like did you double up on it and take it like the week before or after spring breaks so you're like two weeks off in march <laughs> that would have been smart <laughs> like, i'm off this month <laughs> yeah, yeah. i would love to see month. you explain that to people outside the family too yeah. no I but i also love that there's I a certain point <laughs> i also love like, week, the weird thing that parents do where they tell you like going to school is really important, but I'm like, I'm sure it happened to all of us. And if it didn't happen to us, we know kids who it happened to where they're just sort of like, oh, like we're we're going on a vacation. So you're just out of school this week. And it's like, take yeah. you out of school. And you're like, wait, I'm supposed to give a shit about this. But because dad decided that like yeah, yeah. this week in November, we needed to go on vacation. I'm just gone. It's yeah, better, yeah, better deal. Better rate to Florida. Yeah, exactly. you know? We're not going on Christmas. That's that's stupid we're, we're, we're going, going the last going week of november break, i'm like man. all right i'm like yeah. in my head i'm like a school off and they're like wait no it's not like my dad just decided school doesn't matter for this week let's yeah. go down and then, south and then you and then you get back and you're like oh i didn't miss anything yeah exactly they're like <laughs> no, oh, i missed one round oh, of we're gonna decay. catch you up and there's like a little stack of homework and it's like yeah, yeah that's it you missed a chapter in whatever book you're reading uh chris you have a, you had a thing you had a thing that you wanted to do you mentioned it, and then we'll then then we'll hit the Mexican edition of five questions. Yeah, very quickly, in honor of um, the Oscars uh, naming oh. a host this year, I wanted to ask you both. I should have asked you this beforehand, so we could have prepared. Yeah, it's yeah. a mistake. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to vamp as I say the question. The question is, I want you guys to give me um, your five dream hosts for the Oscars that you've that have not done it. Have not hosted the Oscars. Have not hosted. Okay. Well, they have to be alive or anybody? Alive or dead. Ooh. This is I a game inspired this. to the audience by Tyler. Uh, Dr. Lemko does these fun games. Uh, we do drafts. We, we've done, we do all these things in the fifth wave to try to stay busy and kill time and not yell at each other. And, uh, yeah. And this is uh, inspired by that, but also because Tyler uh, has done the show many times. So he's the, in all the, the first. The first name. I don't know if I can come up with five. The first name that popped into my head because she did the indie movie awards recently and like killed it was Aubrey Plaza. Like I don't know if you saw oh, Aubrey yeah. Plaza hosting the indie. Yeah, movie she's film. likely to do it one day. But yeah, yeah. she 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 is likely to do, it, but like also, yeah. but just like annihilated as a host, like in a way she, that I did. She did the Independent Spirit Awards like for like three or four years. She's yeah, they're they're so she's good. It. She crushed it. Yeah, yeah she, she needs to she needs to host. Um, I would, I would, I'll I'll say my first my first overall choice would be Shaquille O'Neal. I would love to see Shaq host the Oscars. <laughs> I want a life-size Shaq. Shaq Obvious pick, The Rock. I'll see your Shaq and I'll raise you Bill Walton. Oh my God, if we get them together <laughs> with Steve Martin. With Steve. Has Letterman done it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uma Oprah. That was an Oscar oh, yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, one time. It was like a one-time thing for Letterman, though. 
I mean, like again, like are we are we are we living in the world of believability? I think Conan would do a pretty good Oscar. Yeah, I think. Uh, Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan would be very funny. I would watch. I'm trying to think of like who I would watch because like. Yeah. I would watch Conan Shaq, and good. I would watch Bill Walton. Conan would be good, but I probably wouldn't tune in for. Yeah, Conan. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be like must see, but I'm just saying. I think he would do a good job. Yeah. But like old dirty bastard that I'd watch. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, is there any like really like. I would always, I would uh, just uh, Bruce Rickles. and Mike, Bruce and I, Michael I would have Buffett. Loved, thinking Rickles. I would have yeah. loved to have seen Rickles host the Oscars. Because Joan Rivers I, did it, right? But what I could yeah. find and, so. and see and, and read, he's never done it. He never did it, excuse me. And that uh, would have been such a real shame that he never did. Yeah, I just think just, just, just to bring Panache, Bruce and, Bruce and Michael Buffer as a duo would just... <laughs> and the Oscars are six like hours long <laughs> as, the, as they just ramp up their <laughs> Every Best time. adapted screenplay. <laughs> um, uh, all right, my vote is me. Okay, I like that. I like Sport, that. Are there any sports announcers? I feel there's. A, I mean, I thought the buffers, but like, oh, Pat McAfee would be great. I, yeah, Pat McAfee would be great. Um, yeah, Marking out for McAfee. What's Michael Cole. McAfee, Keith? He's Cole. He said, "Big homie, Omi," referring to Omicron, and I could never get past it. <laughs> It's such a good line. What are you talking yeah, about? Is Pat. it? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I love Pat. Uh, he had a I good mean, line. I, 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 big, ho- big homie Omi, come on. On Friday, he had a line where Seamus came out and like handed him his coat or something, and he was holding Seamus's coat, and he was like, I've never felt more like Patrick McAfee. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you go into wrestling too, yeah, exactly. Like Alive yeah, or Dead. Like, ima- imagine an Oscars hosted by Mean Gene. Yeah, That'd I think I'm going to get a Mean Gene tattoo. Nice. Chris, you just went off camera. Is that, are you having connection problems or just... No, no, I'm here, I'm here. Um, right. uh, Vince, uh, on that note, Vince McMahon hosting the Oscars? Eh. Wow. Nobody wins. <laughs> what an incredible night! Wow! We're switching it up last minute. And he's just and he's like, just making up figures yeah. about that. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. your best picture winner, Marine 12! <laughs> it's only WWE films that are nominated. Yeah, yeah. it's no evil. Have you seen the Holly Berry picture I made? Yeah, no, I think I think my like like poss- actually possible and would tune in. I'm still sticking with Aubrey. Like as a, yeah, I would love that. I'd be possible. It'd be great. I, I mean, but, like, yeah, that's yeah, thing. Like, 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 the thing. It's in it's in the realm of possibility, and I would tune in to watch it. Like I think that that's yeah. like the the two actual check marks of like. Yeah. <clears throat> Chris, Chris, anyone, uh, anyone that comes to mind for you? I said, like I said a... Shaq. I said Vince McMahon. And I was, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't joking about either of them. I would like to uh, see uh, Shia LaBeouf. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, that'd be great. From, I would like the guy to see. From Hot Ones. Oh, I got one. I want Larry David. No, that's not bad. I want Larry David, and I want him to really not want to be there. Uh, Smoldering through David, everything. I see you, Larry yeah. David, and I raise you with Stephen A. Smith. I would hate that. <laughs> I would just. I would hate that. Who yeah. says no to Stephen A. Smith? A lot. Uh, you want to hit the the Mexican edition yeah, of five Mexican questions? edition of questions? Yeah. So we're gonna take this, because Tyler's done this set of questions before. Yeah, I thought that's uh, what my segment was for. So we're gonna. 
Uh, just add in Mexico to each of these questions. Jesus. And, and we should add a disclaimer that I've been here five days and have gone to three locations. Correct. <laughs> one of them uh, for like 30 seconds. Question, yeah. question number one. What's your thoughts sound like in Mexico? What is my my what? what do your thoughts sound like? In Mexico. In Mexico. Um, what do my thoughts sound like? A lot of a lot more uh, internal dialogue, that's for sure, because there's no speaking to anybody else. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Do you do you have like an internal monologue trying to figure out what people are saying? You're like, I wonder if it's this. Like, I wonder if it's that. Like sometimes, but it's mostly just like intense panic (laughs) like someone's speaking at me they expect me to respond they don't know that i have no clue what's going on (laughs) and i just i kind of look at them with like a dumb smile and i and i nod my head and i say uh uh lo siento no uh uh muy uh sorry lo siento mi español es no bueno yo soy muy gringo (laughs) That's good. That's good. I like how my dog was like watching. But but I like that that you. I like that you don't. You don't say that you don't speak Spanish. You just say that you speak it trash. Yeah. You're like it's not. It's not good. I'm a giant. You can't say you don't if you're speaking Spanish. You can't. Unless I learn the sentence that's like I only know this one sentence. Well, that's it. Like I, I have a couple of like, like phrases like to get through, and then when everyone's like, they're like, oh, I'm gonna I say like solo poquito. And then that means just like What's just that? a little. Oh, okay. So that that also like tells you like yeah no I oh, don't let's, actually. Let's coach him up. Let's coach him up. I um, say yo soy muy gringo. Hola, yeah. hola, soy, uh, soy, soy Tyler. Yeah, that one yeah. I got. Yeah. And you know what's funny is I did like two months of Duolingo before coming here. None of it retained. Yeah. Not a not a single speck of it. Oye, so, solo va? poquito is is my go to though. Like when when they're like oh habla español like solo poquito. Yeah. Like if you speak real slow. Uh, I, I used to know how to do that too, like something something lento, whatever, which was like, if you speak slow, I might grab some words and we might come to an explanation. That's a good one. Look that solo, phrase solo up. Poquito. Right. Solo poquito. Solo like, if you speak Spanish, just a little. But like, look up the like, how to say like, if you speak slow, I might get it. Like, guys, I used to know that. And that well, helps. Because... It's a lie. <laughs> well, you know, French though and stuff. Like, if you start to like grab, I mean, it depends what you're, not to have a conversation, but if you're saying like, yeah. where do I go? They're gonna like say go here, go there, go there, and you might be able to piece it together. Versus if they just like run it off in like a strain of a bunch of yeah. like, you might catch like street names and stuff. It depends on the question, yeah. obviously. Yeah. <laughs> like you're not trying to get to know someone. Within Chris, this. you're muted. Chris, you're yeah, no, muted. We lost, yeah, we lost Chris. Chris, you muted your microphone. So, si hablas lento and si hablas lenta. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, si, si hablas lento. You're talking about yeah. right out. Right out. Lento is slow. And I know that, and this is why, how I learned Lento is uh, the one of the resorts we went to had a lazy river, and lazy river in Spanish is Rio Lento. Cool. So it's like, that's I was like, new, oh, yeah. That's my new nickname. <laughs> lazy river? Yeah. Uh, question number two. Chris, do you know the question? I realized I didn't text them to you. I feel bad. Do you know it by heart, um... by memory? What was your favorite uh, food growing up in Mexico? Wait, yeah, there is you go. Chris, is Chris always the co-host? No, we have a we have a panel of. It's like Inez, and a lot of people do it. Yeah, that's it. So I mean, here's the here's the situation. Last episode, Why? of course. So, so, so they're on last... Chris's, uh, Chris's episode, Tyler. No, 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 I'm I'm surprised you know the the questions if you're not the co-host. Yeah, I'm always. I'm one of the I'm one of a rotation of co-hosts. Yeah, yeah there's so three. There's three professionalism here. And currently, and currently, there's kind of two. 
because Ines hardlined that she was just done with online podcasting. Yeah, she was like, fair. we we came back and did a couple in Grumpies, <laughs> and she was she was there for that. And I I respect the play, just like yeah. I, it's not great. Call like, me when when shit's open. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it. Like I'll go back to Grumpies and do the show. So yeah, Ines is the on boss, a, like that, you know. So wait, what was the question? Uh, what was food? your favorite thing to eat growing up? When I was Mexico? a kid in Mexico. That's right. So like five days ago, when I was way younger here, I yeah. uh, I found a taco a taco stop where uh, they do veggie tacos. Which it's it's kind of difficult to be a veg uh, like only not eat meat or any dairy here. I um, bet. And now that I'm thinking, but I found a taco spot that the minute I walked in. Switch the music from mariachi music to the chronic by dr dre <laughs> i was like all right they get it <laughs> so that that's keith, my favorite keith i'm gonna ask the next question then you can ask the last guest question sure yeah go for it uh this uh, is the best one actually i think i think so <laughs> especially in mexico <laughs> what was uh something that um what was it you learned in your youth Keith? No, it's a, it, the, the the wording is what is the best or worst thing about growing oh, yeah, up. What's the best or worst thing about uh, uh, growing up in Mexico? Um, so I would say the the best thing is just the people have been very kind and friendly oh, since cool. I was younger. Uh, mm -hmm. Last week, five days ago, um, yeah, they they've been very nice, very welcoming, very polite and friendly. And I would say the worst thing is um, not being able to communicate with anybody. <laughs> Is it was it is this a bigger like is it a bigger jump than you thought like because you said you were doing Duolingo and whatever or were you just like no I'm not gonna know anything yeah I came in well uh, well well prepared to be not prepared at all yeah I have another one for you uh, in terms of a line you could use soy un chico muy encantador what's that I am a very charming guy oh soy soy un chico soy un chico muy encantador as I struggle through it, yeah. You can't say, say it with me. Soy un chico muy encantado. 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 Yeah, encantado. That's why, like, Encanto is like, uh, like the movie. I'd kill it's, it in Mexico. It's like charming or whatever. Like that's. I what would Encanto. fucking destroy Soy, soy un chico muy encantado. Yeah. Muy don't encantado. Mess, don't mess up the two because then you're gonna be like soy un chico lento, and then there's gonna be like I'm a slow boy. Yeah, that, that too. <laughs> and then you're like. <laughs> That too. No, it'll be like no, no. It'll be way, even better. Be so chico lenta. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a slow. I would help more, to be honest. <laughs> uh, uh, I will. Four. I would say that, like, as, and again, having done, been in, been in Spain and been in, uh, in Mexico, whatever. I was like, there's at least some comfort that the alphabet's the same. Like, even if you don't necessarily know what you're reading, because I was like, that, that what you're describing now, I've never experienced feeling like a complete alien like sure. i did when i was yeah. in the south of the south of taiwan where it's just squiggles and you're like what is zero this? zero english nothing written like zero comprehension from almost everyone and and then like you're like you look at a street sign and you're like no help there you know like you're like even like, like yeah. nothing is like there's no helpful there's no like parsing it out with some of the letters and whatever like yeah the that was that was insane very fun like but that was crazy. Uh, and finally, the question number four. Well, not quite finally. Uh, I don't say the hardest four. part. The hardest part also is I haven't had weed in like since January now. Sorry, bro. 
But you haven't been trying that hard, I guess. Like you can. I'm just terrified. I don't no, want, we, like, yeah, don't we, we boost it. You just wait till he gets to the beach where it's easier to get. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. all the stuff online that you read about getting uh, weed in that country, and I help. I tried to help him, uh, so I can attest to it. It's uh, in his look in his locale. It's he needs to put in some work. Although yeah. apparently, so the dude that I met at the Lucha show who who recognized. Yeah, I was going to say the- Lucha show seems like a pretty good start. First of all, Lucha show. Second of all, a dude recognized me from Epic Meal Time, and I was—he nice. has to know. So yeah, <laughs> I want you his yeah. number. He said he's got for me. Did, uh, did Dime Store uh, Eddie Guerrero hook you up? Like... <laughs> oh, fuck that guy. He gave me the finger on his way out. And oh. the the guy was like, "You got to just go into a smoke shop. You can get weed at a smoke shop." And I was like, "Oh, cool." So I went for a walk yesterday to a smoke shop. And I walk in, and the person working behind the counter is like a nine-year-old boy. <laughs> he definitely had weed. <laughs> so bad, or I didn't ask him. I always thought it was hilarious. Where I forget where we were in Mexico, whatever. But I just like the vibes that apparently Sarah and I give off. There's like one of those like street dealer guys who's just going like to everybody's like weed, marijuana, weed, yeah. marijuana, like back and forth, back and forth. Takes a beat, looks at Sarah and I, and he's like cocaine. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like. I mean, I guess like I'm like, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not interested in buying, but I'm like, good eye, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was no, like, absolutely good eye. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was like, I, we both don't give off like weed vibes. Yeah. <laughs> like he's just sort of like, know your okay. clientele. Did, did, did yeah. the like up and down and was like, okay. Funny. Like, no, still, still pass friend. Um, Esteban Vargas from Shome, uh wanted to know if you could go back and tell yourself to purposefully make a mistake, what would it be? Purposefully make a mistake. Yeah, so he kind of clarified it, which he was like, what was a mistake that even if you could warn you, so he's like, it's one or the other. Oh, something like, I did make. Or or something that like, like hit, so we, we kind of ran both scenarios. He was like, I wish I was like more reckless with money in my 20s. Was mm. like, he's like, which I wasn't, but he's like, I realized I missed out on being like, reckless with money in my 20s when it didn't matter but or the thing where he's like or if you had the ability to stop yourself from doing something that was really painful and shitty and you still tell yourself like listen buddy this is going to be hard but you have to do it yeah so it's I like mean, one, one, one or the other all of them though all the all the shitty things have value in them okay so i i, I choose to retain all of my mistakes and all of my so is is errors. there something you is there a mistake you wish you made even though it was like, like a bad idea that you were like yeah, it was a bad idea, and I probably made the right call not doing it. But boy, if I had, um, yeah, I guess I, I think, okay, I, I wish I, uh, like pursued being an artist at a younger age because okay. it's such like a not, uh, like you know, no parent wants their kid to decide to be an artist, and it's not like a stable, secure career. It's like, what are you gonna do, uh, Tyler? Art? How are you gonna support yourself? Art. Like yeah. you're, you're just like so that would have been a big mistake that I wish I would have done. Cool. I've uh, I've made all the mistakes presented to me. Yeah, I, I appreciate all of my mistakes. Yeah. No, but like I I've never, I've never of... met a mistake I didn't kill and crush and, and absolutely a hundred percent perform to, yeah. to its max. I think in my late teens, early twenties, I wanted to get some tattoos that I decided not to, because mm. I was like, when I'm older, I'm going to regret it. And now that I'm like in my early to mid thirties, I like wish I had some horrible tattoos. 
I have that, like, I will say that a mistake that I didn't do that I, like, still kind of regret was, like, I never got my eyebrow pierced. Mm. Like, and, and that was, like, and I would have, like, and absolutely knowing that I would have taken it out by now. But I was, like, but I'm, like, I'm still, like, yeah, but there was a stretch where I, I it was the style and I liked it. But I was, like, no, it's kind of dumb. <laughs> but I was, like, I look back and I was, like, there's only one stretch of time where you can get your eyebrow pierced. And it's, like, yeah. age, like, 18 to 25. Like, and that's max. <laughs> oh, you don't think <laughs> you know? we can do it now? Weirdly, no, I don't think that's okay. And I think that anybody who gets their eyebrow pierced, it's like largely a mistake. <laughs> like, but <laughs> but there's that that window where you can do it, and like you're like, oh, cool, this is my. Also, lip piercings, piercings. Pull I think. off being able to be in like a Vin Diesel movie if you're gonna get your eyebrow pierced. Yeah, yeah that's it. Also, lip piercings, which were big when I was a kid. Yeah. I was always like, I, that was a mistake that I really. Oh yeah, wanted I wanted to, to get the the tattoo in there. Uh, my buddy didn't Ooh. get a tattoo, but he got uh, he got two lip piercings that had like that you kind of had like studs, so they look like kind of like mini tusks almost, or whatever. And I was like, "That's yeah. a commitment I, to stuff on your face." <laughs> like, I regret I regret not spending way too much money on gold teeth. Because <laughs> <laughs> that and then like little did you know that was a lifetime investment that you didn't make. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and you're like, Should've. and and that they would be cool forever. You yeah. didn't know that. Like, I'd still be like, wearing them. Yeah, <laughs> you're like shit. If I would have bought a grill when I wanted to at like twenty, I'd still be wearing it, and it would have probably appreciated in value. Like that's yeah. the, like, that, like grill market. So yeah, it crazy. doesn't count. It's not a mistake. It's oh, no. something I'm, I'm still something in the market correct right now. Uh, uh, Tyler, if you uh, can give us a question for our next guest from Mexico. Yeah. Um, all right. So for your next guest, I want you to ask um, if given the opportunity. Would you have sex with God? Oh shit! Hang on, but so hang on, hang on, Tyler, <laughs> sir. So, but like, part of this is okay. there is a God. If there is a God, whatever you want to define it as. But like, what if I'm like, uh, like, my yeah, okay, Jordan God is, is a God. God is real. That's that's the uh, that's the baseline. Is there God is real? Yeah. But whatever you want him or her or they to be. Right. So like that's, there is there is there is a so and 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 in terms of hang on. Just just put trying to put it all into perspective. Like you're saying like there's like a god that is like the ultimate creator of the universe. Whether he has a plan for it or not or they or she. Like we're not thinking like a pantheon like you're like, "Oh, I would like to have sex with Apollo." You're like, "No, or is it the god?" It's the god. But yeah, so it's, it's like be... the, the that could be like a you know a cloud or an energy. Yeah, or yeah, whatever. no, exactly. I'm, without defining the god, I'm saying but we're not looking the, at like a pantheon of like a, no. uh, a Greek. There's a hundred of it's them. It's not no, a like, god; it's the god. Yeah, okay. Mm. So, yeah. So I'm gonna say, um, given the, the hard evidence god. that there is a god, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> would you have sex with that god? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would you have sex with it? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, would you have sex with that god? Uh, I will go out and say no. Why no? I, I mean, I feel that if there is a higher power, like we all are in a constant state of disappointing that power. And imagine, imagine uh, it's such it's a, a really Catholic good reason. thing of you. What? What? what, what? <laughs> I said that's so Catholic of you to disappoint <laughs> God. If God made you. God knows exactly. You, God knows shit that you don't even know you like yet. <laughs> exactly. 
But that's it. But I still think he like I I can I don't think I think and here's the thing is like you know how no matter what you do in life, I think there's always a part of you that knows that you probably could have done a little better. God also knows that. You know what but, I mean? Like, like, and and and, it's, is, and and not to say. And the thing is, and like, I like to think of uh, God as a a benevolent, merciful. I don't like to think of like, oh, like, oh, you should shit on yourself. But like, God knows your true potential, so He's probably like, like He. Or I'm saying He. Full disclosure, if yeah, yeah, they you whatever, fuck, whatever God you want to fuck, bro. All yeah, the right all the caveats own. in the world, where it's like, they would come to you and they'd be like, like, good job, Tyler, and they'd mean it. But you'd also know that they were like. But like, what could I have done? But the thing is, <laughs> if God is uh, proposing the sex, if right. God is offering it, then who are you to be like, no? Like, you think it's a trap? You think it's a test? You think God's like trap. out to get you? Or no, you I don't trust think it's, God? It's just like, how am I possibly going to satisfy this God? I mean, um, you don't got to worry about that. <laughs> I do, though. I would. I'm a, very, I I'm, a, I'm a very considerate lover. <laughs> My partner's pleasure is, pa- is like paramount to me. And God takes that into account. And God knows that. <laughs> and I trust whatever God has in store for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking God. She's, yeah. She's going to be great. Nah, I think I, I, think I, I, think I met the... God. I met God. She was in a hot tub in Orlando. Hey, <laughs> I thought you were going to say she was at a Lucha show, and I was like, are you Zendaya? <laughs> but, like, not actual Zendaya, but, like, you're Zendaya to my character from Dune. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I wouldn't. Uh, too much pressure, man. Like, that's a... Uh, there's, there's... Like, also, right, if you're, if you're... if Depending on, like, obviously your version of God, if they're, like, omniscient and they're all-knowing, they've witnessed every sex act ever, ever, start to finish. Like, what? I'm not going to try to step into those boots. <laughs> Like, <laughs> well, you don't need you don't need to keep up. You can. It's fine to be. Uh, it's fine for someone to lead the match. You know, <laughs> call the match, God. Yeah, call him the ring. Go for it. Uh, I'm taking a pass. You're going for it, Chris. Or no guts, no glory. I All mean, beggars can't be choosers, man. If God wants to fuck me. I'm gonna say no to God. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm gonna say no to God. Like, no God, I'm not in the mood. <laughs> not a reasonable thing for me to do you had me at six <laughs> you got you sure you want to talk to me there's another so there's some other no you, you don't know what you're bringing it. like listen don't 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 uh don't disparage what you're bringing to the table chris if oh god fuck wants... keith way to kill a great bit you know if god wants you baby that's what i'm saying keith who am i to say no you know that's who are you to say no either i would say I mean, no what the fuck do you think you are, Mr. Considerate Lover? Wrap the show up, huh? Uh, Tyler, is there anything that you uh, like? I know there's that Doctor Tyler Lemko. There's all all yeah. of the all the all, good yeah. stuff. Wrestling fit, Instagrams, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Wrestle fit. Like, but is there anything in particular you want to give a shout out to? I'll, uh... At T Lemko. At uh, if you like sports cards, at Cards and Treasure. <laughs> yeah, any day now. I think, I think we, did we talk now. about this yeah. on this show? The or was it another show? Just the audacity of sports card collection to be called the hobby the and hobby, like pretend, yeah. to pretend like that means anything. Oh, oh, you they follow the hobby? They're the like, hobby. which hobby? The... Hey, we can't. We can't. Let's let's stop recording so we can. I can share my real feelings on the hobby. Yeah. <laughs> 
uh but yeah no that's it there videos yeah, anything you want to point anyone in we or just uh, at, uh, at t lemco and that's uh, you'll get your shit at, there at t lemco you'll see all the dumb thoughts and paintings and uh this dumb mug and if you want to buy your paintings i'm sure there's a there's a way yeah. Limited availability. You know, where there's a will, there's a Carlton. And it's also on YouTube. You can look at a lot of stuff on YouTube and uh, all kinds. Of, I'm find all uh, you can find them on uh, Snapchat and uh, you know, Facebook and there's a couple of different Facebook groups you can find them on and, and there's I also want to start, you know, I want to yeah. make an OnlyFans where I dress up my dick in different uh, like action figure costumes. Nice. There you go. <laughs> uh, nine 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 a month. Um, yeah. But like action figure costumes, but also like on the play sets, like the Ewok village yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever else. Yeah, like There's the nothing whole sexy about it. Nothing sexy. <laughs> it's just for the for the set. <laughs> exactly. That's it. Just pictures of vintage set. toys and my yeah. dick. Only yeah. fans. <laughs> like, uh, why is it wearing why is it wearing the Road Warriors uh, shoulder pads? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It's, it's in a Star Wars play set. <laughs> Thanks, that's, and that's the problem you have with this. Uh, thanks so much, Tyler. That was great. That was awesome. Thanks for doing this. Thanks yeah. for having me. Go plug yourself. For Thanks again for listening. Go plug yourself. As always, a big thank you to Leland Beckman and Oral Turpitude for providing all of the original music for the show. We mentioned at the beginning of the show that we'd love for you to tell your friends about the show, and honestly, that's all you really need to do. But if you're feeling particularly generous, you can support the show financially and 9to5.cc in general by going to patreon.com slash 9to5cc. You can get early access to every episode of Go Plug Yourself and other perks too. Finally, if you or someone you know has a project they'd like to plug on the show, reach out to us and let us know. You can find us on Facebook by searching 9to5cc, and we're 9to5cc on Twitter also. If everything works out, you could be the next person to sit down with Walter and I and talk about horror movies or wrestling. And I mean, also the thing that you're trying to plug. 9to5.cc. Podcasts, blogs, and comics. Made in Montreal since 2011.